0: So just expanding on a little bit of what RUFADA is, it is going to be that law developed primarily by the ULC. They are providing executors and attorney and facts, any kind of fiduciaries with a legal path, uh, directions to manage those digital assets whenever a person's deceased or incapacitated. Most states have either enacted the law or in the process of doing so, following suit with all other states it's going to give them certain powers to manage those assets but it also attempts to provide some privacy so it's trying to keep a checks and balance for the owners of the digital assets as well as uh, legal protections for custodians so people like the businesses and stores that provide digital assets they need some guidance too it's going to balance those interests of the fiduciaries so those people who are in charge of settling estates owners the custodians uh, and it, it's going to take a few times to draft that law so that's why we do have that revised act Um, they wanted to redo it and get it right the next time these days uh, most people are using digital assets without even really thinking about it I mean keeping in touch with Facebook Instagram any sort of social media Apple iTunes paying your bills subscriptions store photos um, everything that is online Uh, until recently there was really no laws that helped determine who could access these files so if something happened where you were incapacitated or died, it just kind of was out there. No one knew what the rules were. No one knew what was allowed to be done with those assets. So if that deceased or incapacitated person uh, wanted any of their digital assets to be deleted, modified, distributed, it was difficult to kind of decide who would have the legal right to do that. And then, of course, how do you decide what's to be promulgated, what's to be kept private? Uh, obviously, that person is not there to tell you anymore. So unless that person gave the usernames and passwords to the fiduciary, there was nobody, like a trustee, an executor, your spouse. If they didn't have those passwords, they couldn't claim rights to those access those assets. So as a result, digital assets would be deleted by that company that controlled them because they couldn't be accessed anymore. Or they'd just be there on the Internet, like on devices after the person's death, untouchable, kind of a mystery to family and friends. Uh, this hole in the law. Hole in the law. Caused heartache for families who wanted to collect cherished items from loved ones, Uh, your online legacy, pictures. I mean, all of our pictures are on our phones these days. You can imagine how that would be quite upsetting if a family couldn't open that device. So delays, frustrations, the loss of valuable items or information were the norm. That's when in 2022, the ULC was like, we got to fix this, started drafting these laws. The revised laws greatly reduce the authority of an executor to act on digital assets. So, some of the key changes when they revised the law from that original um, Uniform Act was that an executor no longer has authority over the content of electronic communications, private emails, tweets, chats, unless that person explicitly consented to that disclosure. They were assuming that if you privately chatted with someone, again, it was private. An executor can get access to other types of digital assets, but now he or she must petition the court and explain why the asset is needed to wrap up the estate. So you could petition and make a case for why you wanted those photos or information off of someone's phone or laptops or other devices. If a fiduciary does not have explicit permission through documents such as a will, trust, power of attorney, they can uh, look to the terms of service agreements. So those custodians, those people in charge of those assets Who distributed them, they can look to their terms of service agreement, which is the document that they made to determine whether they comply with the request or allow access to that deceased person's account. Uh, Likely the term of service, the user agreement is going to say no, That the only person who can use that account is the person who created it and has the password. So a custodian may request court orders, limit their compliance by providing access only to assets that are reasonably necessary for wrapping up the estate, and they can charge fees to requests for assets, refuse unduly burdensome request. So if you are asking for someone to compile all of their information off of one of their online websites, that custodian, the person who owns that website, like a Facebook, can actually charge the families to do that then the custodians may not provide access to deleted assets or joint accounts. So if someone is alive still, they're not gonna give you access to that account. And then if an account has been deleted, they're not going to reactivate it or take it back into service to give to you. The major point is, is that you need to make a plan for your digital assets, just like dying in test state without a will, that defaults to the court's rules, the state's laws, we don't want to do that. When you die without a will, the state decides what happens. When you die without acknowledging any sort of plan for your digital assets or acknowledging any of the terminology in revada, you are just kind of leaving it up to the state and to the custodians to decide. If you want your attorney, your trustee, your executor to have digital access to your assets, you should make that clear in your trust and leave logins and directions for these parties. Uh, Even with this law trying to guide people and help people, it is difficult without proper instruction. Again, the court is trying to protect you. So when they petition the courts and they say they can't go into your private accounts, they're assuming because you did not explicitly give them permission to go into your accounts and your documents that you do not want them in there. So they're trying to protect your privacy as best as they can. So if you want your family to have access to things, you need to make it known written in a official estate planning trust document or will. We want that Rafada law to give the internet users control, but again, it's going to respect that privacy, but it does provide a uniformity and allow people to know what would happen if they did not account for anything. But again, we want to make sure we let everyone know what we want shared, what we want people to have access to, and even what we don't want people to have access to so that the law can protect our privacy, but also gives us control to pass along our legacies. Well guys, thank you for attending and I'll let you guys wrap up with any questions. I am here if you guys need me to clarify anything or have any other questions about planning for a state succession.